today. Joe Manchin has serious concerns of the $3.5 trillion spending bill. Gee, I wonder what that's about. Uh, also, Joe Biden says Andrew Cuomo did a hell of a job as governor despite all of the sexual harassment uh, investigative report. And uh, by the way, a school board member says maskless kids will commit murder if they go to school without masks. We've got a lot coming up and I'm going to do my best to give it to you without expletives today. Uh, It all starts right now. Welcome to the news and why it matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez today, joined by chief researcher of the Glenn Beck program, Jason Buttrell, uh, who is also a fellow Doberman lover. And by mm. the way, I am trying to uh, bring you on board to help me convince my husband to get another Doberman. So we need to talk about that. I would never do air. that to him ever. I don't think Uh-oh. one Doberman is too much, I believe. And two cats and three other dogs. All right. Anyway, uh, also, thankfully, joined by Elijah <laughs> Schaefer, host of Slightly Offensive and also the upcoming show that has already been announced on Blaze TV called You Are Here, which he is hosting with Sydney Watson. And we are all very excited. About yeah. And you said without expletives to put into perspective, today's episode of my show that's about to come out. I just put like in capitals uncensored in the title. And then also we made a whole new like warning at the end. We were like, this is a really bad episode we've got to put like a graphic in the beginning saying like every word in this that exists in in the language that you should not use is now in this episode episode. that's where my guests were at today was like (laughs) things are so stupid like i was like there was new words that i learned today those those warnings are like catnip for me i'm like i'm clicking on that one (laughs) and elijah's show is already i mean it's not it's not the censored news show that this a lot of british cigarette words and stuff it's already i mean it is called slightly offensive so but i'm there i'm already there so i'm gonna watch my words too okay well i I won't say I appreciate that, but our overlords here at least <laughs> appreciate that. Uh, all right. So Senator Joe Manchin uh, of West Virginia, of course, I don't know if you guys just just in case there are any newbies here. This is a Democrat who we are talking about uh, is sending a warning shot to President Biden and all of the Democrat congressional leaders saying that he has, quote, serious concerns about the three point five trillion dollar uh, spending bill that the Democrats want to pass later this year. Now, this bill, just just to put it, we, we were having this off-air conversation about it because there are so many it's like there are so many spending bills going on we've got the infrastructure bill that's what 1.9 trillion that they just passed and we have this 3.5 trillion dollar spending bill that they just voted to advance uh, so that they could debate it so obviously all of the democrats voted to advance the bill so that they could debate it but um but joe manchin is saying that he thinks that that is it's too much he says given the current state of the economic recovery it is simply irresponsible to continue spending at levels more suited to respond to a great depression or a great recession not an economy that is on the verge of overheating uh, he also said that irresponsible levels of spending could negatively impact the u.s's ability to react to quote unforeseen consequences um, and here is let me let me I, w- I want to get your thoughts on this gentleman by the way I also want to say uh, Kirsten Cinema, who is also a Democrat uh, also said that she would not support a 3.5 trillion dollar price tag and would try to shrink the spending package as they debate it on the floor of the Senate but let me let me give you first Chuck Schumer who was asked if he would consider a lower price tag given Manchin's opposition here's what he said 
Look, there are some in my caucus who may believe it's too much. There are some in my caucus who believe it's too little. The original bill that Senator Sanders put in was $6 trillion. I supported that. And um, <laughs> I can tell you this in reconciliation. One, we are going to all come together to get something done. And two, it will have every part of the Biden plan in, big, in a big, bold, robust way. Manu, Manu, you can't follow up. But are you open to lowering the price tag, or are you firm on 3.5 trillion? As I said, every part of Biden's proposal will be there in a big, robust way. There are some members in our caucus who want less, some members in our caucus who want more. That's same in the House. We're going to all come together to meet that goal. And once again, we find ourselves uh, in a position where I guess Joe Manchin, the, the entire like uh, the entirety of like America, right, on, on Joe shoulders. Manchin. The guy's using the the, the, the old <laughs> the old uh, girlfriend first time seeing it thing. Like, well, I mean, guys are good at all sizes. Sometimes it's <laughs> big, and sometimes it's small, and I, you know, this size doesn't matter. It's like, buddy, this is not this is not hooking up for the first time in high school right. time. This is a budget that could destroy the economy of the entire country and could set us back and perhaps that's what you guys want to do. I'm starting to get that they want to get us and shift us from a capitalist country. They want to they want to inflate our, our dollar. They want to overheat. And what we're seeing with this bill is them saying, yeah, this is the intention, right? That you will own nothing and you will be happy. Mm -hmm. Because I know my group of people, like people in their late 20s, early 30s, we can't buy houses even if we have good credit scores, even if we have money. I'm having banks tell me they weren't, they're not giving mortgages. Like I like I, like my no score, my score is almost eight hundred, and I have money what to put down twenty percent, and they won't give me a mortgage. What are they saying? Why are they saying? They just they no, they're not giving. They're like just they, they're just going uh, like we like people are offering cash for the houses and stuff, so we can't get it mm. written up in time and whatnot. And you're going, I can't even get a house. I can't own a home. Like the the country is changing forever, and at the moment where we are changing the very backbone of home ownership in the country and the ability to advance yourself, you're saying pump three point five trillion dollars in socialist spending. That has to be an intentional deviation. Mm away from what our country was founded to be of individual liberty, citizenship, and ownership into a country, again, where I got an email last night, and I swear to God, and I say this honestly, I, we need your help, because a store that's not that expensive to everybody, Express Clothing, I mean, it's still for some people expensive, are now trying rental clothes, where you can now rent yeah. your clothes. We've gone from rental furniture to rent your apartment to now even rent the clothes on your back. We are in the, we are in the Great Reset, and they know it, and they're on board. It doesn't sound like uh, Elijah it doesn't own anything, but he's not happy about it. <laughs> I am not, not happy. He's not actually happy about it. And I'm not stoked. <laughs> <laughs> Jason. Uh, so these, these two bills are spending whatever this thing is called, plus the infrastructure bill, they're, they're both linked together. Um, and they all go point to one thing, which is, you know, it's, it's, it's the, you know, the opinion or the vision of one side of the country that thinks that the government can solve every single problem. They should address every single problem. And the other side that says, no, government doesn't have to address every single problem. Mm -hmm. That's why we have businesses, private businesses, you know, corporations, those evil corporations, um, individuals that, that can figure these things out. Uh, things that, you know, used to be pretty obvious, you know, like we can figure out how to build our own dam roads. Mm. Um, we can figure out how to, you know, fund college. We can mm. figure out how to pay for it. We can all these things that healthcare, all these things that we say private businesses can take care of. It's why we are the leaders in these industries all throughout the world is because private individuals took over. Now they're trying to say the government, no, they need to take over. And it's a fundamental shift in the country. But the infrastructure bill was the poison pill to begin this. 
The spending budget is how they're going to get it all done, and that's how they're going to tie it up. And that was a nice non-answer by Chuck Schumer. Um, he didn't say he would reduce it or he would agree to reduce it. In fact, he, I think he wants to. This he is a signaled, jumping off he point. He signaled that he agreed with Bernie Sanders six. on the six trillion. Exactly, and and they know. <sighs> but look, here, here, here's 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 I, here's I mean, the, it makes me sick, dude. I mean, I'm just saying, I'm not, I'm not going to go any further except for the fact that when I hear these numbers, I know. And I re- What's I, another I mean, trillion? Yeah, but yeah. what I'm saying is that is that to people that may not be grasping this, that may not understand this, it's okay because not everyone is paid full time to to be in politics and you know to be a researcher or anything like that. But when you know exactly where this is going to that somebody in the party that is pushing this is going using vague words like there is going to be unforeseen consequences like this Mm -hmm. is we're getting to the point where the globalist American empire is taking over our country and we are not looking out for the people we the people are not in power and it's affecting our lives and you might not feel it because maybe you're old enough to have owned a home or whatever we are crushing the middle class we are destroying the roots and the fabric of our nation this is this could be the end like and I'm not a fear monger it's just like they are setting the stage for the end of America as we know it you're going to see some very creative ways because they want to get that done that's what they want that's the direction they're going and they're trying to do it by pl- I guess by kind of playing by the rules but this reconciliation thing is such bullcrap. I wish they didn't even have it because all the things that they want to get done that they would normally have to have a supermajority, they're just going to kind of like shove it into this and say, look, that's all we need is is our 50 votes. I will put a little bit. They do have division among in the party. So this is not going to be easy for them to do because you're going to have the Sanders, the squad people. Yeah, you've got at least two of them who are already saying we're not going to we're not going to vote for this. Right. So that so that means that they're going to be tempted to go down off that Mm three trillion. But then you're going to lose people like AOC and all of them. And they're not going to vote for it over in the House. Mm -hmm. So and they're they're very shaky. They've only got what, like 10, 12 votes that they can play around with on this. But don't depend on the Republicans. I could not believe when I looked at the list of Republicans Mm -hmm. that voted for the infrastructure. infrastructure. I tell you what, the GOP. 17 of them, right? Mm. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. yeah I mean, I, it may have been 19. Lindsey Graham was one of them. Oh, don't even get me started on that guy. Oh, my gosh. That doesn't surprise me one bit, lost. actually. I, I think we lost it. Like, I think, I, I firmly believe, and I don't mean to be bleak here, but but America is not probably going to come back from this in terms of the track record we're on because you would need a stronger support against these things. I would have more hope if it was like every Republican voted against it. So it'd be like, okay, well, we need to get the majority. But it's like, it doesn't matter if we don't have the majority or not. These people are, are, are Republicans. Our leaders are in the pockets of these special interest groups and of the corrupt and they are not looking out for us. Oh, Shame yeah. on them. Oh yeah, the, the majority won't matter because every time they do get the majority, they tell us, oh, we need one other branch of government. Oh, we need one more thing. Like when they actually had it, we had at the start of Trump's administration, we had every single branch. We had everything, everything we needed to do. They did jack squat. Well, that's what really is is worrying me is that, you know, you had, I mean, President Trump was one of the most amazing presidents in my lifetime. Obviously, I was a President Trump supporter, but even under President Trump, nobody gave a crap about spending at all. I mean, we were still spending at record levels. So Mm -hmm. it's like, at what point... Where who is the party of less government spending? I don't think that there is no, one there at is this not. point no, no. at all. It does not exist. It does not exist as we know. There's a few that I can you can put it probably on one hand that believe like that, like, like maybe Paul, the Freedom Caucus, Lee, Cruz, yeah. people like yeah, like that. Mm-hmm. But that's about it. But this is a, this is a big warning though. If this does fail, you're going to see a rapid advancement towards something that this country is is was not founded on. Has nothing to do with 
freedom-loving, you know, uh, principles. And my example on that is what the CDC did. I'm sure you guys talked about this when I was on vacation a couple weeks ago. But when Welcome back. when they ba- thank you, um, you, do, you Mexico look, you're very tan. tan. <laughs> <laughs> you are very tan. They uh, you're more tan than me. But they uh, when they did that thing with d- d- doing the moratorium on evictions, yeah. basically they did what Congress should have done. Um, yep. I'm not saying that I wish they would have done that, but that's but it that's wasn't the, their place. Exactly. Yeah. This is the fruition of what Woodrow Wilson started at the turn of the century during the progressive era. Oh, Basically them. what the, oh gosh, I hate them. <laughs> Basically what they did was they set the framework. FDR built all the alphabet soup and all the, all, all the bureaucracy. And then they sat back and waited for a time when a crisis, when they could subvert the constitution, do an end around. And how do you do that? You weaponize the bureaucracy, have them do, which, by the way, they're all in the pocket of the left and and liberals, have them do what Congress won't do or what the Constitution says can't be done. That was a terrifying precedent right there. So when this if this does fail, if they don't get this done, what other bureaucratic agency is going to be weaponized to do all this crap anyway? Department of Homeland Security, FCC, Mm -hmm. coming down on uh, news organizations like this one. I mean, seriously, the sky is the limit on what they can do. Department of Agriculture, all this different thing that says Department of or Agency yeah, of look, or whatever. Even the, even the Capitol Police are now an intelligence agency. Intelligence organization. Yeah. Like, with we're, zero oversight. Yeah, we're, we're now intelligence. I, when I heard $2 billion for security, I go, $2 billion, Where do you guys get $2 billion for security of a building? Like, that's <laughs> the most insane thing I've ever heard in my life. And it's like, well, we just decided that. And when you look, and this is what I want, I want people to understand is to prove that they're not governing at all for the people and they're operating rogue as a rogue government is the fact of when you pull the people, because I, and I read the polls from Rasmussen and whatnot, and you look at like how many people support voter ID. Well, it's the majority of black people and, and also the majority of people in general, but it's like then they go, no, we don't want that. And when you look at the We the People Act that they were trying to push through, most people didn't support it. Barely anyone, I think it was like 17 to 40% on any given point of people supported a point. So not on any point, not more than half of the people supported anything. And overall, it was like 17 to 23% of people supported that bill. And they still pushed, they, they went to their deaths and they died on that hill to push a bill that the American people didn't want. And it was like, and they, and they had the audacity, the sheer audacity, I would never talk about punching a congressperson, but some people might feel like doing that because it's like you have the audacity to go in and to push and call the bill we the people like yeah. like for us and it literally is not supported by anybody and so that's that's the nerve they have to slap us in the face with since this is a children's show a wet fish you know but they pull it out <laughs> they pull it out of their pants that fish and they slap you with the salmon you know and you feel it and you go they know that they're running rogue they don't care that they're running rogue and they do it as and they laugh in our faces and, and I, what do you do at this point? And I'm serious, people are at the point where they go, what do you do at the point when your government no longer represents you? And I, I, it, the answers are hard to, to, yeah. to confront. Yeah, I totally agree. Uh, all right, we've got, that was obviously a very heated segment. We've got more to come. First, we want to thank our sponsor. I have to tell you guys, um, there's never been a sponsor that has been more perfect for a particular segment. Our sponsor is American Hartford Gold this segment. And uh, you've just heard it right here. Obviously, the state of our nation has completely changed. And with it, so has the world's rock-solid confidence in the U.S. dollar. Gee, I wonder why. I don't know. Maybe it's the trillions and trillions of dollar dollars that we keep talking about and our govern- government's out-of-control spending. Uh, obviously, there are a lot of experts who think that there are dark days ahead for the U.S. dollar. That is why now more than ever, I recommend you diversify with gold and silver. 
I do it. Uh, you should do it too. The only company that I recommend is American Hartford Gold. They sell physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or inside of your IRA, whichever you prefer. They make it very easy. They're the highest rated firm in the country with an A-plus rating from the BBB and thousands of satisfied clients. If you call them, they will give you right now up to $1,500 of free silver on your first order. Do not wait. If you have not yet noticed, if you were not listening or paying attention, uh, things are not going great right now. All right, now is the time to diversify. You can call 855-929-1110. That is 855-929-1110 or text FREEDOM. That is the word FREEDOM to 65532. That is FREEDOM to 65532. Caitlin Collins uh, confronted President Joe Biden yesterday for comments he made that are causing quite a stir. This was on Andrew Cuomo, who we, of course, reported yesterday. I listen. I like, oh, there's a little tear right here that I just have to get off my <laughs> eye right here. It's just so sad that Andrew Cuomo was forced to resign, um, not only after all of the deaths that he caused at the nursing homes, but I mean, that wasn't enough for Democrats to call for his resignation. It was just that he basically was a liability at this point with the sexual harassment scandal, and they had to uh, throw him to the wolves. But Joe Biden was asked, now I, now I have the answer here uh, and the follow-up, but let me tell you what he was asked. Um, yesterday, he was asked how he would assess Cuomo's 10 and a half years as governor of the state. Uh, Biden clarified whether it was personal behavior or what he's done as governor, and uh, I'll let you watch the rest. In terms of his personal behavior or what he's done as a governor? What he's done as a governor. thought he's done a hell of a job. thought he's done a hell of a job. And, uh, I mean, both on everything from access to voting to infrastructure to a whole range of things. That's why it's so sad. Can I quickly follow up on your, your comment on Governor Cuomo? Can you really say that he has done a, quote, hell of a job if he's accused of sexually harassing women? Look, you asked two different questions. I asked the substantive... Should he remain as governor is one question. And you, women should be believed when they make accusations that are able to, on the face of them, make sense and investigate <laughs> like it. They're investigated and the judgment was made that what they said was correct. That's one thing. The question is, did he do a good job on infrastructure? That was the question. He did. The question was, how did he do as a governor? No, the question was, correct me if I'm wrong. Well, how was he as a governor general? Well, outside the governor generally, obviously... Outside of his personal behavior. Outside of his personal behavior. Okay. Is he separate the two? No, I'm not. I was asked a specific question. Okay. I'm trying to answer specifically. Such a dumpster fire. It's like, I look, he, yeah, he may have, I'm not talking about quality. He may have been a rapist and a murderer, but he was a good cook. All right? So, yeah, he, he made good spaghetti. That doesn't, like, uh, but, okay, rapist and murdering aside... He was a good cook. Like, I, how yeah. tone deaf do the you mob, have to the be? Mob, the mob runs a couple of nice Italian restaurants. You ever tried their, uh, <laughs> you ever tried their like, chicken parmesan? It's like, buddy, it's what a mob. A weird thing to say. Yeah, hell of a job. Like, he couldn't even be like, yeah, I mean, okay, but let's focus on the important part of it, which was these accusations were very serious. What I love about it. It's just like, oh, yeah, he was great as a governor. What I love about it is he's scrambling so hard because he they've been buddies for the yes. longest time. Yeah. And during the whole, I think during the election, all he could do was say positive things. Like he was saying, mm -hmm. he's the only presidential one up there, not President Trump, yada, yada, yada. Um, yeah, and also because... 
I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they kind of coordinated together. I wouldn't be surprised if Cuomo was like, hey, Biden, how'd you handle all those sexual harassment, you know, and sexual assaults, actually. It was a lot more serious. Yeah, actually. How'd you, how'd you handle all that? Well, the reason I say that, I'm just, I'm, just, I'm just saying that, you know, in jest, because he followed the playbook exactly the same as Biden. Um, he denied what he could pretty much whatever he could. But all the ones he couldn't deny, he was like, oh, that's just how I am with everybody. I'm Italian. We touch each other. Come on. Exactly what Biden did. To the T, exactly his defense. The only thing is, is that they didn't buy it for uh, Cuomo. For some reason, for Cuomo, it got to a point where they wanted him gone. I think that's, to me, that's like the biggest story Mm -hmm. right here, Mm -hmm. is why now did they want to get rid of him? Because if they wanted to protect him, continue to protect protecting him, they could have. Yeah, we but know oh, why. We know why they did it on the day they passed the infrastructure bill, and we know that that was to to you know give the people guy. something. And was like, look, we're not evil. We're about to ruin your entire country, but you can have Cuomo. And then also too, you you know exactly that, that he didn't go away because he chose to. It was a party decision. This is your time to go. Oh, yeah. And as right. some people have brought up, I think Matt Walsh just said this that they're going to replace him with someone worse, so more along party lines. Like they're going to actually bring someone more loyal to them because in the end he actually did care a bit about New York in some ways. I mean, he was a tyrant. Cared but, a little too much. Right? Yeah, not about the grandmas, but, <laughs> but I'm just saying, yeah, he cared about some women a little more than others, but he still cared. He, he, he tried. What's interesting is just the history of the governors of New York. I mean, it's all the same. It's a pattern that it's like every single uh, administration. So Spitzer, he got in by investigating when he was attorney general, investigating the previous governor. Then it was Cuomo investigating Spitzer for all of his crazy stuff. Remember him? Then, I mean, and now it's this new attorney general. What's her name? Letitia. Letitia James. Letitia James. Mm -hmm. Exactly the same. All of a sudden she's like, oh, I'm going to I'm going to do this in big investigation. Hmm. I wonder why. I wonder if it's because you're being maneuvered into being the next governor. I think they probably handpicked her and just I'm sure just all of a sudden out of nowhere. She's like, I'm going to all of a sudden investigate all these different accusations against Cuomo. No, this is a setup from the very beginning. Yeah, uh, I do. I do want to also add to the conversation just to show, you know, as we said on the program, whenever this happened, it, this is the left doesn't actually have morals. They just know that they have to say, yes, he should resign, even though they don't actually want him to resign. Alec Baldwin saying the quiet parts out loud, uh, actor Alec Baldwin, who tweeted out, regardless of what you think of Cuomo, this is a tragic day. Party politics in this country draw ambitious but ultimately isolated, even socially maladjusted men and women who, given the current cancel culture, will likely have their shortcomings exposed and magnified. I would just like to remind everyone you are talking about a governor who did all of these things, uh, allegedly, according to the report, he did all of these things as governor. Like this We've is seen a can- this is seen a can- there's not cancel culture. It. Like he's governor of New York groping women. And Alec Baldwin says it's a tragic day. Oh, that yeah. tweet was hilarious. That, that was one of those tweets of tell me you sexually harassed a woman and it's about yeah. to come out without really telling me. Yeah. That's what that tweet was. Yeah. I mean, come on, so obvious. Maladjusted like, men. Yeah, maladjusted. Yeah. I didn't see that, but I will say that we've come to a point too where I want to say this to people who are conservative is that this misuse of the phrase cancel culture is being used on both sides where it's like no when someone commits a crime and you hold them accountable for justice that's just justice now you can have grace on somebody and you could let somebody off if they're going to change their life or if they show remorse there's no remorse here so if you could say you make a christian argument yeah well maybe you know we should have grace on him of course we should we should always have grace and mercy like god would but still you murder my family you should get you should get injected you should die you know what i mean like mm-hmm. like that's the point there's got to be justice and what you're seeing now is they're turning that phrase back on us like 
oh, but you wouldn't want to cancel him. And it's like, buddy, <laughs> that's not a, you're not, I'm not, you canceled yourself. Right. Like, this is not, it's not that he, Cuomo said the N-word three years ago on video and now we're going to like, you know, kick him out. How because about he, he, 30 years ago? Yeah, but right? I'm just saying like he just was yeah. drunk and said something stupid in a joke or something and now we're like, you can't be governor. It's like, <laughs> this is the sexual assault of tons of women yeah. that's been proven that you did these things. There's even pictures of you like weirdly touching women and it's stuff. Like 79,000 so, pieces of evidence. But that that's my point. Through. Like you're not being canceled. No. That's You're just, just being held to the a rule of law. Of your behavior, yeah. too. And this, and this is, and this Last is the, word. these are the minor charges against him. Right. There's all. I mean, he killed thousands of old yeah. people yeah. for crying out. <laughs> how did that not cancel him? Right. Right. Trying to for that. Yeah. Well. Oh, and you that's know, not he, enough for Democrats. His, uh, his, his main like headhunter, that chick that uh, um, stepped down, what was like a few days before he he did this. Mm-hmm. Something's gonna come out of that. Because well, I don't know, something's going to come out of that. Oh, and by the way, I don't, I mean, it, it, it was Ezekiel Emanuel who just got, <laughs> he just got tapped for what? FDA. The FDA? Yeah. The guy who was in charge of Obamacare's, uh, Complete you know. Complete live system. Right. So basically, you're wanted, 75 years old, you don't deserve to live anymore. So I would just say, like, they, yeah, that probably they gave him a pat on the back for killing all of those old people. It's kind of like what they want and what they wanted for a really long point. time. Uh, all right, we've got more to come. First, we want to thank our sponsor, iTarget Pro. So, um, again, we're talking about all of this instability that's happening in the country. What is for certain is that you need to be trained with your firearms. You need to make sure that you are practicing. You need to make sure that you are on if anything were to happen, but you know, I don't know if you guys have noticed, if you can even get a hold of ammo, the cost of it has gone through the roof. And so if you're looking for a cost-effective, safe, and really easy way to practice, you gotta try out iTarget Pro. So iTarget Pro, this is really cool, those of you who are watching can see it. You actually put a laser bullet in your gun and you set up um, through the app, you set it up on your phone, and they have a target, and it actually can track with the laser when you fire, it can track uh, how you are doing, but also, more importantly, you are learning your gun, you are learning the trigger pull, uh, you are learning uh, sight alignment, and all so much more. Jason, I know he could go on and on about it, I'm not going to let him, but he always <laughs> says that as a former military, dry firing is like the best thing that you can do with your weapon to learn your gun. Yep. Am I right? Uh, the, as a Marine, when they first learn to shoot, you do two weeks of that. That's yeah. just that. And it's expensive, you can think about it, but if you don't actually have to fire, and actually check your rounds through right. a laser bullet. La- yeah, it's so cool. It's way cooler. <laughs> and as an added bonus, you're not shooting holes through your couches. So that is cool, too. you got to go to itargetpro.com, save 10%, plus get free shipping with the offer code NEWS. It is itargetpro, the letter I, targetpro.com, offer code NEWS. The Norman Public Schools School Board... <laughs> met for a school board meeting and uh, one of the board members, this is Linda Sexton, of course they're debating which all of the school boards are debating which is, are we going to have mask mandates? And uh, Linda Sexton, she is a, she's quite a peach. She, uh, she apparently thinks that kids going to school without masks would actually be committing murder. Here's a little bit of that. I think if anybody's going to flee to virtual school, it needs to be the maskless. I don't think any parent with, a, with an asthmatic six-year-old, eight-year-old, or 12-year-old should have to make that choice that their child can't go to school because some other kid is going to spread a germ that could kill them. Just goes all over me. I would like to find a way to stand up as a district and get our surrounding superintendents to stand up with us and protect our little kids. It's insane. 
to send five and six and seven and eight all the way up through 11 year olds that don't have a choice about vaccine to sit in a classroom where people can spread a deadly disease and not even know they're sick and not even know that in three days they're going to be sick but they're spreading it today because they that's the way it works this disease because it's just not okay for kids to commit murder by coming to school without a mask and when it comes down to it it's possible they will they will cause a death of another child because they come to school without a mask that's not okay uh, well, Miss Linda Sexton, I would just like to know why you have been condoning murder in your schools every single year when there is flu season. Because as we know from the data, kids transmit flu and the flu is way more dangerous to children than COVID has ever been at any point during this pandemic. So I just would like to know why Miss Linda Sexton has been condoning murder all of these years. But now all of a sudden she's not going to condone murder. Maybe it's because it's not freaking murder because she's now in the cult you right. know what i mean that, that's that's what this cult mandates that's what that this is one of their main leading charges it's so ridiculous Rand paul gets uh, booted off of youtube for quoting two peer-reviewed scientific studies talking about how ridiculous these cloth masks are now if they were being legitimate if if, if this is all like really from the heart they'd be like okay well these have to be in in what are those n95 whatever the heck those thing those types of masks masks that actually mm -hmm. do something you know yeah. like actually protect you from something but they're not all you have to do is throw on a gator or something like that go in they say you're fine that way it does not protect you from covid which by the way they keep making this push for the children it's just for the children it's just for the children <laughs> i no coincidence that the children are not yet eligible to receive the vaccine that they so badly want to push on these kids but as a very own steve Days pointed out, according to the CDC's own data, only 1.8% of current U.S. COVID hospitalizations are school-aged children. Oh, and by the way, that's 112% lower than when the school year ended, and it's never been higher than 3.4% this entire time. But somehow, we're supposed to do this. For, it's for the little children, Elijah. Yeah, you know, this is about conditioning, social conditioning. They want these yep. kids to get used to having to do things. The, the government forces something over your face. It's never been about safety, and it never will be. Um, people are like, you know, COVID idiots, and the no-maskers are keeping us in the pandemic. No, the government is keeping us in this nonsense, and you are keeping us in this nonsense by complying. I just watched a, a video of a girl being crying about everybody that's not wearing a mask going, and now I have to wear a mask. No, you don't have to wear a mask now. You don't have to, actually. And when I'm reading this new stupid restraining order on Abbott's mask ban in Dallas yeah, County. Dallas County. And I'm, reading this, I'm reading through the story and I'm and I'm seeing it. <clears throat> Abbott's saying people have the right to do whatever they want to take their own health into their own hands. It is not the government's job to be telling you that you need to put something in your face to go buy something somewhere. That is not the government's job, his office said. <clears throat> Why don't people understand that you don't need the government to force you to do everything? Like if you want to wear a mask and you want your kid to wear a mask, put a mask put on a mask your kid on. and yes. do that. Go yes. ahead. Yes. It, you know, I think it's abusive to put one on a kid, yes. but maybe you have, you know, you might think me spanking a kid is abusive, but it's fine. Go ahead. But this kind of government push, it's about compliance. It's about the government thinking we're going to solve everything and getting you used to the fact that you're only safe if you listen to the government. Mm -hmm. And that's what they're teaching the kids. It's like we're, the government's here to keep you safe, which is why I hate the 
two income society where people think the government should educate your kids. I am so sorry, but we're past the point where you should send your kids to a government school. And you've got to figure out your life and restructure things and change your lifestyle so that where you are not going to have that. That's why my wife's a stay-at-home wife because it's like, yes, we can have a nicer house, we can have a nicer car, we can have a lot, lot of things, but it's like, well, people are like, well, I can't afford it. And then I, then move. Like, you take your life into your own hands. Start taking your life into your own hands because this is stupidity at this point. That's a really good point on the, on the conditioning from when they're young, when yes. they're in schools, and especially government-run schools, and to pivot back towards the spending bill. Um, that's a major part of it, is getting you addicted mm -hmm. to that pipeline from an early age. Yeah, it's so like universal pre-K. Preschool, mm -hmm. all the way through. Free then college. Funded college, mm -hmm. all the way through. So just imagine how this will morph later. Yeah. Like, So they're already paying for it which means they can probably eventually start telling these schools what they can or cannot say. Heck, they already basically they already do, do that. Um, it's only going to get worse. It's absolutely insane what they've got set up here. And COVID gave them the crisis from which they could act. It's nuts. Um, I, I do want to throw into the equation Chet Hanks, who had this amazing video. For those of you who don't know who Chet Hanks is, this is actually Tom Hanks and uh, Rita Wilson's son. Uh, if you guys recall, they were what, like the, some of the first people in America mm -hmm. to be diagnosed with COVID-19, or were they in Australia at the time, I yeah. think? Uh, but they were American citizens, and they were like the first ones, and everyone was like, oh my gosh, they're in the hospital. This is real. COVID is real, and it's really bad. We really need to be careful, because what if Tom Hanks dies from it? Uh, well, here is Tom Hanks' own son on the state of everything watch. Hey guys, so um, just checking in. Look, I've been kind of on the fence about this for a while, that's why I've never spoke on it, but with the amount of people that I know recently that, that have gotten COVID and with like the numbers rising, I think it's important for me to say like, I got the vaccine, I think everybody should. I think it's really important like that we all do this just as like citizens, as Americans, we have to look out for each other and get this shit under control, guys. So like. I suggest to all my followers, you guys make set an appointment and get the vaccine first thing. Psych! <laughs> <laughs> if it ain't broke, don't fix it. I never had COVID. Yay, sticking me with that needle. It's the flu. Get over it, okay? If you're sick, stay inside. I'm tired of having, okay? Why are we working around y'all? If y'all, uh, if you're in danger, stay your inside. I'm tired of wearing a mask. <laughs> so great i think i just fell in love with chet hanks that was amazing at first you're like oh no oh no not him too oh okay i'm on board with you chet i think there's a lot of people like that i yeah. think i think the more they start pushing now because they're all starting to double down go back to the way it was yeah. you're gonna see a lot of people rebelling i had a friend that was just in, up in chicago chicago lightfoot territory mm -hmm. and he said nobody was wearing masks up there no and, one cared no one was wearing a mask. and by the way anyone who elijah referred to it earlier dallas county judge clay jenkins just issued um in spite of governor abbott's executive order he just issued a county-wide, Dallas County, county-wide mask mandate, all indoors again. So uh, for those of you who are wondering, like now is the time for mass civil disobedience. Yes. Yeah. Do yes. not 
go along with Just this don't do it. anymore. Yeah. Do you not have to wear do it. it. No. You don't have to wear it. No. You don't, they don't have to do this. This kind of the government does not have the charter to tell you to do something no. like that. No. They are people. Are, and I got to say to the Christian audience here that are like, didn't the Bible say to, to like you know respect and follow the laws of the land? It's not a law. It's a mandate. First of all, mm -hmm. these are not lawmakers. A judge is not. A, they're not no. making laws. Um, He's not even is, a real judge. Yeah. By this the is way. not. This is this is not legit. And they just make these mandates because they're like, well, everyone will use these fancy words. It's the pirate code, buddy. And you got to be like Jack Sparrow. Just it's more of a suggestion <laughs> rather than an actual law. You know, it's not a rule yeah. book. So just don't do it. People walk in. I was in California to tell you <clears throat> where everybody would walk in with masks. They'd put them on. And I just walked in like I own the place and even Starbucks places that said, please put on a mask to come in here. And nobody said anything because it's like, look, I'm not, you know who I am. We know where we're at in society now. <laughs> you know, I'm not putting one on and you know, I'm not leaving. And so let's just do business. And that's what I think it is. It's like, yeah. if you're going to wear one, wear one. And if you're not, not, and don't start again. Yeah. Right? But like, please, I am begging you guys. This ends when we finally say that it ends. You have to say it's done. All right, we've got more to come. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Patriot Mobile. So, uh, you know, we've got a lot of these corporations, these large corporations, especially big mobile, who are, you know, kind of going woke. Uh, a lot of big mobile carriers, I don't know if you know this, if you are still with some of them, they are actually taking a portion of your money that you are giving them in your bill, and they are donating it to left-leaning causes like Planned Parenthood, uh, organizations that want to take your guns. Things of that nature. I, I'm going to say, if you're watching this program, there are things that you are actually spending your hard-earned money and time fighting against. Well, Patriot Mobile is a Christian conservative, America's only Christian conservative wireless provider, by the way. And they have the broadest nationwide coverage. They use the same towers as all the major carriers, so you are getting that same great service. Plus, they have plans to fit any budget. They have a customer service team that is 100% U.S.-based. You are going to love them. And more importantly, they're going to donate a portion of your bill to organizations that you believe in. They're fighting for religious freedom, constitution, the sanctity of life, things of that nature. You got to go to patriotmobile.com news. You can get free activation with the offer code news. By the way, if you are a veteran or first responder, they have really special discounts for you. You got to check them out. It is patriotmobile.com news, offer code news. which is rolling out a new system to scan iCloud photo rolls for child sex abuse materials, has promised that it would refuse to use such a system for political purposes. Oh, thank God. This is, yeah. Now well, so you can really trust them, better. right? Because yeah. at first you were like, I don't know if I can trust Apple, but then, they, pro but then they promised that they wouldn't do it. There so we go. Now like, Crisis okay. averted. Well, they promised. <laughs> so we're good, you guys. Uh, this is a story that, uh, that first surfaced, I believe it was at the end of last week, that it had come out uh, that they were going to uh, store a database of hashes of known child sex abuse material provided by organizations like the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children, and it will run those hashes against the hashes of each photo in a user's iCloud to see if there is a match. If so, they will be forwarded to the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children, and the user's iCloud account will be locked. Um, they said that, uh, that, the, that the people without child sex abuse material on their phones would not have their photos seen by Apple or the authorities. So nothing to worry about here. Just to clarify, Certainly, just to yes. clarify, because I, I know this, that was a lot of words for a lot of people. This is that there is a known <clears throat> database of CP mm -hmm. that they have, like they, they register this and obviously through algorithms or whatever, they digitally can 
decide what these images are. They're common and shared. And they're basically scanning people's phones for these like specific yes. images. Not yes. just like you have nudes of your wife. Right. Because like, right. a lot of people are worried right now. I mean, like, oh, are they going to get like, pictures of like <laughs> some, some serious pics coming out? But I'm saying these are, these are yes, pre-pictures. They're, they're pictures that they are receiving from... So they're not looking for nudity. They're not looking for any of these things. I mean... Yes, they're looking for nudity, but only in the specific. Pre okay. This is what they say. Because I'm, 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 I'm just wondering this what, what they're they doing. I'm, I'm trying to understand. It's like, are they just going into your phone and looking for like that? That would scare me more if it was like we're just going to people's well, phones instead of like scanning their. Well, phones but isn't for that these. where this is going? Yes, but I'm just trying to know where we're at as a but, society. Yeah. But, but that is where it's at, though. So they're saying that their algorithm is doing it, their system is doing it, or the program or whatever, not the person. So they're they are scanning every single picture. But they're just not tagging the ones that are the nudes of your wife or girlfriend or boyfriend or whatever. It's only tagging the ones that they know are CP. Mm -hmm. um, but you got to see that the system they're building is absolutely nuts. I mean, it's all and this is how progressivism works. They give you something that sounds like we could all agree with. Mm -hmm. You're like, oh, we, we all want child pornographers to get busted, you know, and. You know, yeah. that is something we can all agree about. Who wouldn't about. get on board with this? Who wouldn't, right, right. right? But then where does that lead to? You can see where this is going to lead to. I'm going to tell you, this is a little sneak peek from something I'm working on for Glenn later about the intelligence community. Um, big tech is already in bed with our government and intelligence agencies. Um, there was an AP article, and you can Google this, uh, that came out, I think, last month, where they straight up just admitted. They said, oh, yeah, you know, to find all these extremists and right-wing extremists and white supremacists, all this stuff. Um, we are in uh, a, an agreement or a partnership with the Five Eyes Intelligence Organization, which is the United States, Great Britain, Australia, New Zealand. I can't remember the other one. Um, the, the, those are the like NSA the, the, mm -hmm. and their equivalent all around the world. Uh, they're in, a, they're in a, a little partnership with them, and they're both looking at lists that they have compiled of known right-wing extremists and you know, all the whatever. They're already in league with them. So how much further is this advanced with technology like this? And what's even scarier is, this is coming out in the news because it's Apple. This is already being done. Use Facebook, use Twitter, use Reddit. They already do this. They already do this. If you have a Facebook account, they're scanning every single picture. And they gave away everyone's conversations from J6, mm -hmm. and they already used a meme that one of the guys had in his photo roll that they said was anti-Semitic, and I'm sure it was probably some nasty anti-Jew meme, whatever, to prove the case that he should not be allowed parole and should remain in maximum security prison because that proves he's a white supremacist. And you're like, they used a meme in the court trial to deny him bail, the human rights, and, and the right to a speedy process, and they delayed his trial you know it's not illegal to hate the Jews, even if it's a sh Oh, sorry. Well, it's a sh it, it is. I mean, it's a, it's a, that's a place to use that word. That's, it's, yeah. I mean, just to hate someone yeah. for the race is yeah. not a great thing. But you know, it's not illegal. It's to not be illegal a jerk. to be to be a douche. Yeah. 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 And so, and then what they're doing now is yes. it's like with a meme. They're using a meme that it's like, okay, you don't like it, but you can you can lose bail and be denied a quick and fair and speedy trial. Your your human rights in this country, your God given rights, because of a meme on your phone. Even if you're a crappy person, you deserve rights. Like, this yeah. is like, that's where they're going to. They don't want yeah. you to have rights. Yeah. No privacy. Yeah, and I will. I would just like to point out, uh, Jason, you kept using the term white, right, right-wing extremists. Just everyone pay attention to how that term is being used because they are lumping all of us in with a bunch of people that we are not ever or have ever been associated with. But I think at this point, it's clear that we are all right-wing extremists or they would at least turn us into them. Oh yeah, that's what it's all about. I remember reading through the, what the White Houses or the DHS, I can't remember what the organization where they were saying they're doubling down on you know American extremism. Mm -hmm. And one of the categories was anyone that questions the 2020 election. 
<laughs> well, there's a crap ton of us that don't buy into the crazy, like, really you know, you're crazy. You're telling me you don't think uh, Joe Biden is the most popular president in the history of the country? Yeah, right. His rallies draw his ratings of too. people. He yeah. filled up almost a third of an auditorium. That's huge. Wow, a third? <laughs> yeah, he's only got 320 live viewers on his YouTube channel. <laughs> <laughs> right, we gotta take a break. We'll be back. He had more. He had more downvotes. Oh, every time. Was it last week or the week before that that I asked you guys, I said, look, I accidentally, oopsies, dropped an F-bomb in the show, and I really need for you guys to do me a favor, go to wherever you get your podcast, subscribe, rate, and review the news and why it matters, and tell uh, our Blaze TV overlords that I, you want me to stay and not to fire me. Now you need to do that for us, but because Elijah did it. That's why. <laughs> yeah. Because because he might get in trouble, and you guys need to to rate us. Yeah. And also the reviews really do help as well, because you would be surprised that everything you say on this show gets easily demonetized everywhere and everything, and getting advertisers and bringing that, this is like a very free and easy way to not only compliment Sarah's beautiful and dashing eyeshadow today. Is that the purple? <laughs> Thank you. Yes, yeah, but also purple. to like help the show continue. You know, it's just, it is, it helps. Yeah, so please do. By the way, you may see your review read on air like the one today from Grandma Proud who says, love character. You are the first news I listen to each morning. Your common sense and courage is refreshing. I have sent a link to many of my friends so they can be encouraged as well. Thank you so much for being strong, Leslie. Thank you, Leslie, for your kind words. It is for people like you that we continue to do this, but we are telling you one more time. Stop complying. Mm -hmm. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening to the news and why it matters. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you'd like to watch the program, become a Blaze TV subscriber and start your free trial now at blazetv.com.